No, so delighted to say I'm joined by uh, Limerick Dart Star and uh, World Championship hopeful William O'Connor. Uh, William will be in action in the World Darts Championship over the next couple of weeks. He'll be in first round action against America's Dan Lowby. But uh, before we discuss that, uh, William, a very good afternoon to you. And uh, we're just going to look back, first of all, um, from your own point of view, at the Players' Championship finals last weekend. Um, you managed to make the, ter- the third round. Uh, overall, was it? A, do you find it a good weekend for yourself? I suppose the good weekend overall, I suppose, for the rankings and that, like, yeah. It was a good start, I suppose, and a disappointing finish, but I took it at the start anyway, you know? Yeah, it was Chris Dobie in the first round. I think uh, the, the statistics, they, they don't always tell the tale, but he hit you for 10 180s, yet you still you came out at the right side of a 6-5. So, despite, you know, the heavy scoring of, of Chris Dobie, you, you managed to come away with the win. Yeah, uh, I kind of felt it though. I was kind of in control of the game at times, and then he hit me with a big score to kind of keep in the game. So it was kind of bad timing to hit him, I suppose. It was odd timing, I suppose, the way it worked out, you know. It was just good timing for me and bad timing for him hitting him, you know, and things like that. Yeah, that brought you on to Saturday afternoon and you beat uh, Christopher Tyski. You went, I think you went 2-0 down. You were broken early on, so you're, you're 2-0 down in the first two legs. It's mm. such a short format that it can be pretty unforgiving, but you managed to dig it back and you were, you were a break-up and you managed to win 6-4. So... You know, you showed a bit of defiance, I suppose, that's needed in, in the game of darts that despite a slow start on the scoring front that you were able to, to turn turn the tables on, on an informed player like Kutowski. Yeah, he's a tough fellow to play now as well, like, you know. Um, ah, but look, you know, I was just happy to get over and get into the next one it was, but look, them things go right, but sometimes they go wrong other times, so you take the good with the bad, I suppose. Yeah, you played Jose de Souza in the third round. You you came unstuck ten seven, I think it was in the end. But Jose is Premier League champion only maybe thirteen fourteen months ago. So from from your point of view, you're you're stepping up to play the I suppose the big the bigger names. You managed to get it back, I think, to six five despite um, de Souza nearly nearly hitting a nine darter. Uh, you you won that leg, I think, even even despite that. You just weren't able, I think, to get the game level. Was was that it? Did you always feel like you were chasing it against him? I felt as though I was struggling to get comfortable up there. You know, the conditions and fairness inside there were terrible. Like it was freezing. You know, and I know it's the same for everyone as well. Like I suppose in, in in that sense, but I need to be warm to play my best. I need to be comfortable, and I think the the venue didn't allow that. Like, so, uh, look, it's not just me. I'm not the only player that suffered from it. Like a lot of different players did as well, and I think a lot of players would have progressed further in the competition only for two. You know, but look, it's something you have to deal with, I suppose, and you have to get over. It. Yeah, I was watching it on TV. I know you were you were on the streaming board um, at the same time, but Michael Van Gerwen, I think, won around the same time, and he said it was he it was absolutely freezing up there. Um, for those who don't know, it's Butlin's Minehead. Was the, it's the venue was effectively a tent, for, from what I can gather. Yeah. What you put that down to? Was there anything said by the officials there? Was it just a case of get on with it, lads? You know, the averages seem to be down across the board. Um, for a lot of players, a lot of missed doubles. A lot of players hitting, you know, 20, 30% in the doubles when they'd normally be close to 50%. So that seemed to be a factor. And as you said, it wasn't just one player. No, like, I mean, at the same time, like, when you're there, you're there to do a job. You're not there to complain. It's that morning and cribbing about things. You have to get on with it because if you start focusing on, on that, you're not going to you're not going to progress. So, yeah, you have to kind of get on with it. Um, look, it's not something you should have to say, is it? It's, to me, it's something that should be dealt with first and foremost is for the conditions to be right, for the players to play as they can. You know, not only for him, but for, for the cameras, for the people at home, for everyone. Like, you know, that's the way I see it. Look, it is what it is, and you have to try and adapt and overcome. Uh, just 
you know, it's not easy. Like, yeah, one venue would hope will will have the temperature up a little bit, and 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 indeed, I suppose the quality of the arts will be the Alexandra Palace uh, next week or or next couple of weeks. Uh, you're getting back to a World Championship. You were there last year behind closed doors. It was. I'm sure, like any events we saw in different sports and different codes behind those, it was a bit of a strange experience. Uh, it's yeah. going to be, I suppose, night and day in, in that respect. That's the first thing, you, I suppose, it's going to be different this time around. Yeah, I mean, last year didn't even seem like a World Championships. It was, I don't know, it was dead. It, was, it wasn't nice. It was terrible, you know. Just a big blank hall. Could have done it at home. It wasn't nice, but uh, look, this year the crowd is back. I mean, that's what you want to do. That's why you're there in the first place, isn't it? To play in front of the crowd, enjoy it and, and everything else. So yeah. at least we're getting the opportunity now to do it this year and looking forward to a bit of a run. Yeah, you've you've won, I think, uh, looking back at the, the last couple of years or last three season, three um, editions of it, you've won the first round 3-0 against various different opponents. Uh, this time you're up against the American um, Daniel Lowby from, I think, from Indiana and America. So uh, what do you know about him as far as I know? You, you, you've not met on, on any, you, you've never met up with the hockey, the two of you. So what do you know about him? No. I don't know anything about him, to be honest with you. Um, I think he played in the World Cup. Uh, I know he played in the World Championship before. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I have never watched him play. I haven't. I know nothing about him. But look, at the end of the day, it's not for me to focus on another player. All I have to do is focus on myself, do what I can do, and you know, he can do what he does, and it's none of my business. So I just have to get up there and perform. If I don't perform, no matter who I play, I'm going home. So. I know he's he's going to be practicing. And he's going to be doing the same thing. He knows what he has to do. Same as me. I have to play my best. And if I don't, I'm going home. And likewise for him, if he's not at his best, he's going home. Yeah, it sets it, the the draw itself is the the top thirty two are seeded, so you're you're outside that unfortunately. But you you get a game under your belt. You'll, you'll hope to obviously progress. But if you do, you're you're up against Glenn Durant. He's he's a player who's he won the the, the Premier League. Sorry, I might have said this. I was the one, but he won the Premier League uh, in it, just over twelve months ago. Uh, mm-hmm. But since then, he's really struggled for form. I, I'm not sure if, if, you've, if you know Glenn at all, but he's he's really struggled for form at any events. He's pulled out of some events because of that. It probably presents an opportunity for either yourself or, or Daniel Lowby when you progress. That while up, you're obviously up against the quality player. You're you're up against the player that probably you know isn't at um at their at their top top of their game right now. I don't know. Look, uh, every game is different, and every you know every time you go there different results so look I'm going to be on I'm expecting the best form of him but well, I have to win my first one first but I do expect if if I win the first one to, if I do play Glenn I do expect him to be at his best you know as you say he's a major champion he's a world champion like I mean you can't go up there with an attitude that he's not going to play well because he's going to batter you off the board and I expect him to, to, to be the best the best version of himself you know and I need to be at my best and it's just as simple as that I'm just going to focus on me and see what happens yeah, if we can turn the clock back on, on previous years, you've, you the the event the, the casual darts fan might recall the the thing with uh, with Gerwin Price a couple of years ago, where what seemed to be a miscount on TV, and it's it's something that people I don't think you're smirking there. I don't think you seem to say him afterwards. You didn't realize what happened there. Could could you clarify that? If you think you were going, you went for for double one when you had actually four left. So it was just no you, idea. You no idea what happened. <laughs> no, no idea. And you know what? Never happened in my life before, and I can guarantee you it probably never happened to me again. Just something that happened. I have no idea. I can't. It was like I looked at the board, saw two left, and said, right, two left. Other than that, I couldn't tell you. You can't yeah. really hear You can't really hear the mic 
that's for the cameras, that's for the telly, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I honestly God, don't know. And do you know what? It's gone so long now, I, I don't really care. <laughs> I, if, I, if I went back for a second shot and he missed, I would have done the same thing again. Yeah. Uh, what about so at, least that, at least that didn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose he he put you, he put you out of before you realised what, what was going on. But what about Corbin Price? I mean, he, he's he's I suppose controversial in some people's books, but as you said, he 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 beat you there in a game that you you showed more than enough quality, I think, and people realised the quality of both players and showed there. But since since then, and I think especially in the last maybe eighteen months, he's he's gone from you know being maybe a guy who was flattering to deceive to now. You know, I think everyone would probably fear him. He's, his A game is probably right up there. He's capable of winning games. It just shows that when you get a momentum that's behind yourself, that that that's cap- that players are capable of that, and, and Garwin has done it. Yeah, I mean, look, he's number one in the world, isn't he? You know, so yeah, look, everyone's everyone's capable. I mean, everyone that's going to be up on that stage, whether they play well that day or not, they're there for a reason. Like, you know what I mean? They're there on merit, so can't take anyone for granted. Like, so especially the likes of. Like Zagor and Price there and all of them. Like I say, controversial was not to me. I mean, I do my own thing and I go home to my family and I don't let anything bother me. Like, Yeah, there's tw- the year as, as it's been, I think the, you came back there recently in the, the, the last couple of players' championships. Um, I think you lost you lost semi-final to Nathan Aspinall, but a, a good run there where you beat Johnny Clayton. Many people arguing him as the most informed player in, in the world at the minute. You... you you were, I suppose you were happy with your run in that particular day, but the Players' Championship overall, you know, for anyone that doesn't know, it's it's basically, you know, behind closed doors, there's no, no fans there. It's pretty pretty quick format, first to six in the, in the early opening rounds. It's, it's a chance to get to get money on the board, get get victories under your belt. Uh, do you feel pressure in those tournaments, despite no crowd, as in, you know, you need to perform when you're, you're going over to, to no. Milton Keynes or Bolton or wherever it is? No, I don't feel pressure. I mean, to be honest with you, if anything, I feel dead. Uh, it's very hard. I find it very hard to get up for a game, and it's, I don't know why. Just, just can't seem to get up for a game. Just did. I seem to need a bit of uh, adrenaline and crowd chanting and roaring on, and to kind of to kind of get into it, like you know. But uh, look, something I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to adapt to it because, it, you know, you have to start playing well in those to progress. That's where you have to start. So, I have to get into it. Have to get used to it, don't I? Yeah, because I mean, there's there's thirty of those every year, so there's there's an awful lot of prize money up for grabs. Um, but overall, you know, across the thirty of those, were you happy with with the the money amassed? I mean, I'm sure when people say I mention the money, money of course means ranking points too. It's it's not just the physical money you want to be climbing climbing the rankings. What way do you think you you, you fared overall? I know some some days you might have been knocked out in the first round, but other days, like I said, there you, you reached the reached a couple got through a couple of rounds. Ah, uh, look, it was, to be honest, I feel it was poor enough, you know, but. Uh, look, I suppose at the end of the year, I put in a bit of an effort and I started to play a bit better again. So it's more down to me, you know. If I put in the effort, and put in the time, I'll, I'll, I'll produce the darts, you know. If I don't, I won't, and it shows in the results. And that's, that's the way it is, unfortunately. Yeah, you mentioned him putting in in the practice there. I know I, I'm not sure to clarify your own situation. You, you, I, I believe you had kind of committed just before COVID to go on full time um, yeah. at the darts. How you you were working with, I think Mr. Furniture Man, I think is his name of the company, or Furniture Man, in, right? In, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In Keen. So, so what are we? Where are we at with that? Because COVID wrecked a lot of things for a lot of no, people. I, no, no, I'm not working there anymore. Although he does look after me. In fairness, uh, Bernard Kyo, here, uh, he's a furniture man. He sponsors me for the darts. He's my only sponsor. Um, um, 
So yeah, he looks after me well and all the rest. But no, I'm not. I don't work there anymore. Um, I bought a, I bought a bit of property recently, so I'm doing a bit of work there at the moment, and hopefully get in there soon. So that's my focus at the minute: is to get in there. Yeah, and while while that is obviously focused in terms of family, but in in terms of the arts, so do you do you have much time? Can you give to it every week? I mean, you you do hear other professionals talking about that they they need to spend more time on the practice board, or some of them say they don't spend any time at all. But where where does it fall? It's not easy, you see. It's not it's not easy standing at the board for hours and hours on end. You know, you, you get pains in your in your legs, your ankles, your your arms, your elbows. It's you know your joints, your joints get sore from it. So you, I, I do little bits and pieces, do small sessions, small bits of time here and there. Just do whenever you feel like doing a bit of practice. You feel like you need to do it. Do it. I mean, if you if you if you practice bad, stay away from it because you're going to be practicing the wrong things. So. I put in the time when I need to do it and as much as I can. But, you know, yeah. life gets in the way sometimes. You can only do what you can do. Yeah, the the, the lack of competitive, you know, especially in 2020. Especially over COVID. Like, I mean, this this COVID thing, I mean, I, I intended to put in so much more into it than COVID started. And it was going well until that point in as well, you know. And then it was a bit of a downer because everything just went pear-shaped, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, that's the way just life gets in the way. Life gets in the way, yeah. But some of the other professions, I, I know that that I think the the most high profile example was Dimitri Vandenberg. I think he was he ended up living with Peter Wright. Obviously, that situation isn't isn't replicated for you. But you, could yeah. you see there how the two two obviously great darts players like that would benefit from having you know a competitive environment amongst each other? Whereas whereas in your case, uh, you're saying maybe maybe you might have put in the time completely by yourself. I don't know. I mean, it depends on your mentality. I mean, if that's what you're happy with and that's what you want to do. You do it, but like I mean, for me, my family is more important. You know what I mean? So everyone has their own commitments and their own opinion of things. And for me, my family is everything. That's that's is second. You know, so I would rather spend the time at home, to be honest with you, rather than win any tournament or any competition. So everyone's different. So I mean, if you if you don't enjoy it and you, and you don't want to do it, it's not going to benefit you. Like, yeah, you'll be hoping to enjoy your 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 um venture into this. Uh, world Championship, but if if this World Championship was um, if you were to, to set a target for it, do you have you? I know you're going to say you know you want to win the first round, of course you do. But would coming back after Christmas Day be be an achievement that that would mean? I think from the way it looking, that would mean a third round contest for you again. It would, yeah. It give it it give it a chance there to you know, to put in that bit of extra time again because you get like you say it's ranking or whatever. But at the end of the day, money is money. Like money, what is what make the world go round. So if I did get that extra couple of quid. You know, it does make life easier and you can put that extra bit of time in and maybe spend more time at the darts. So yeah. it does make a big difference, you know, and that's where I where I hope to be anyway, is to be back there after Christmas. That's the plan, for sure, this was. It's everyone's plan. So we'll see what happens. Like, Yeah, you mentioned there, uh, you mentioned there the winning of money. The, the, the money is, is in the World Championship is heavily skewed, you know, compared to all the other events, really. It is, 500,000 yeah. for the winner, mm-hmm. you know. If you if you don't perform here, you you could find yourself sliding down the rankings in in, in a lot of players' cases. So, does does that uh, you'd mentioned there's no real pressure, but do you feel that that, that there's there's more there's more media attention on this, there's more interest from the general public? Is that palpable most years? I know last year was obviously different because no one was out and about, but you yeah. know people who don't release follow darts. I, I spoke to a guy recently who said, uh, "Oh, the darts is that not a Christmas thing?" He kind of thought it was just brought back. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, can you feel that that that's what the world championship is 
to people and, and what it is in general. It is, yeah. It's, it's huge for some bigger. people, you know. It's huge for a lot of people and people that don't even follow the arts in general, they do follow the Christmas, you know, and they look forward to it every year as well. And like you say, some people don't just, just relate that's with Christmas. So, But uh, also another way, yeah, like you say, with the media and all the rest, like, yeah, it, it does it, it does put an extra bit of pressure on you and all the rest as well. It do, and you do feel it a bit different than every, other, than every other tournament. You know, especially, like you say, with the money. Like, the money is so top-heavy in it that this is your chance, you know. It's your chance to shine here, like, this is where it needs to be done. So it depends how you look at it, like, yeah, but you have to look at it the right way and carry the pressure the right way and uh, take advantage of it, like, because, you know, it comes around once a year. Yeah, it's probably it's one of the most the only uh, high profile event in in the PDC event uh, that I can think of that is set play. Um, you know the rest are are, are more or less over straight leg format. Does the set play? You know, obviously you want to win every single leg, but does the set set play allow for maybe a slow start or or to dwindle in concentration in the middle of a game? But how does that how does that feed into it? Because like last but, weekend you were playing best of eleven, and if you lost any any six of those legs, you were gone. Whereas you know, if you lose six legs here, you don't. You find yourself two sets down. Uh, you, you do have a chance to come back. You do and you don't. Like I mean, you have a long way to come back. If you go two sets down here, you have a long, long way to come back. It's not but just two legs. Last year with with Daryl Garner, you, you came back to two two from from two yeah. down. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it's, yeah. it's such a long. It's not simple to keep that going. You know what I mean? You can get yeah. you can get two sets. Very hard to get three in a row. Um. I suppose, look, it's, it's a mind play. It's a mindset. Like, it, it depends how you look at it. Like, me, you just have to go up there and play your best. And if you play good enough on the day, you're going to come up with the win. And if you don't, you won't. And if you try and put pressure and try and force it, it's not going to go right. You have to just let it flow and just let things happen. You know, and that's what you practice for. You have to let it go. If you try and force it, I can guarantee you it's not going to go. It's only go worse. And I'm telling you, the harder you try, the worse it'll get. You have Maybe to relax. Right. Just, let it, just let it flow. Maybe that's why I've been hitting the wall so much. But uh, <laughs> um, well, that'll happen, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but looking at, at at you know you mentioned we mentioned there a few minutes ago the the, the return of crowd, crowds. I think it wasn't too long before COVID. You came out uh, probably one of the most raucous Irish starts crowds ever. Really, when you played it uh, as a challenger at uh, the Premier League against Michael yeah. Gerwin. Um, I I think I've watched that clip. Every time I seem to come across it on either Facebook or Twitter, I watch it. It's such yeah. a it's such a raucous crowd. Everyone singing zombie. Like yeah. I, I don't even know how you set yourself down to throw to throw the darts after that because I don't know. Was it twelve thousand people standing up singing that? It was a pretty remarkable um, way to, to, for a walk on, you know, and and, and to actually have to, to settle down against the, the then number world number one. How did you, how did you manage that? How did you find that night overall? Yeah, it was lovely. I enjoyed it. You know, it was one of the best one of the best nights I ever put down. Anyway. I'd love to do it again. Look, it was definitely uh, it was a great, it was a good experience, or de- definitely a good experience is what is what I would say. Um, like you say, trying to settle down after was the hardest part, and it was very hard to settle. But um, it did take me a couple of legs, kind of, to settle because of it and all and all the rest. But I did settle, and you know, I got some good finishes. I wasn't at my very best, right? But I was solid enough. Um, yeah, it was a good it was a good night, and you know. I know I can handle it, like, so it'd be worse if I went up there and I felt as though I couldn't deal with it and I wouldn't want to get up there again, you know, but I felt as though I could deal with it. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking to enjoy it and uh, I'm very happy for the opportunity as well. So I have to say thanks to the PDC for the opportunity as well. Yeah, the, the Premier League, you know, it's 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 funny how they, they pick the players. Sometimes it's it's maybe an informed player or sometimes it's it, it's obviously there's a couple of players automatically qualified. 
it's something that I'm sure if you really climbed up the rankings and really did well in tournaments, you'd love another shot at it. Obviously, as a as a you know a, an actual player in it rather than just a one-off challenger, is, is that something that is is a realistic target for you? Think coming into the next couple of years? Uh, we'll see. Uh, for me, I'm not sure yet. Look, my kids are a bit too young for all that traveling, so I don't know if I want to do that. To be honest with you. Yeah, um, a nice problem to have though, would it? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't like it. Right, too, okay, much, too yeah, much time yeah. away from home. I, I see the lads there, and there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot behind it. It's not all glamour, like it's terrible. You know what I mean? The amount of traveling, and you're living in a suitcase. Like I mean, it's not, it's not a nice lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. nice. So, it's for me, no, not at the moment. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. Not saying I wouldn't do it. But I definitely wouldn't, definitely wouldn't like it. Yeah, I do. I do remember. I think they were speaking about Johnny Clayton when he qualified that he would give a effectively give up his job because it, it, while it, in that format it was each Thursday night, but it's effectively what goes around that there's there's something on the day before. Yeah, but he but he's going to have to be there on Tuesday. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and like he might finish a pro tour till Sunday, so he might get home from Monday and he's gone Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. He's going straight from there to Barnsley maybe for players championships, and he's there till the following Monday and he's going back home for one day and he's gone to the Premier League and that's. The home one day a week, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, it might depend on the flights uh, back to Shannon. Or, you might get home at all. You might get home for uh, one. So, pretty relentless schedule. And and uh, just I suppose just moving on on from that. Um, speaking of Johnny Clayton and and people are speaking of him as a potential shot for 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 world glory this year. Speaking of people, speak of him about his A game and how good his his A game is. Do you subscribe to that? The players have A and B games. You know that people will say, "Oh, Michael Van Gerwen's B game could beat anyone more or less on the on, on the tour." But do you do you feel that that is a thing, or is it just a case of go every single game, every single day is going to be completely different? I think every game is different. Every day is different. I don't know. Look, I mean, your A game. What's your your A game? I suppose I wouldn't call it. Just you on farm or you not on farm, and you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Re- I don't really look into it all. Like, I mean, I just go up there and yes. just try and win my game, and that's it. Like, okay, and and just another thing that I I find I as an arts fan find very interesting is, I suppose, the histrionics, or if, for want of a better expression, that some players portray on the board on 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 the hockey. Some players, you know, they might they could hit a nine darter and they may, may not even celebrate. They may hit a one eighty. Other players and and. You know, there'll be fist bumps galore. Where do you land in that? Do you do you see it as gamesmanship? Do you see it as just part of the game? Is is that is every player entitled to act how they wish while they're up there? Uh well, I mean, everyone is entitled to do it, aren't they? I mean, after that, it's just opinion. So, what what's my opinion? Like, I don't like it. Um, look, you're okay to celebrate. I don't mind anyone celebrating. Celebrating's fine. You know, it's part of the game. It's good for crowd. It's good for everything. But uh, I don't like I don't like when people get in people's faces and you know that that starts to get personal. Then like I mean I don't like that. I mean go up there, celebrate, do your thing, take a darts out of the board, come back, let the game let the game go on. I mean you can you can celebrate and have a good time and everything else without 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 getting in someone's face. Like, but that some players do do it intentionally as gamesmanship, and it is gamesmanship no matter what way you look at it. Like, yeah, just to get not, that extra. But, few but, but I'm not saying that that everyone that celebrates. Is that that like? Because it's just a celebration. I mean, a celebration shouldn't put you off, and if it does, you're on the wrong game. Like, no. Yeah. But there is there is certain aspects to it where people do go out of their way to put you off. And I suppose in some ways you shouldn't let it put off put you off. You should be prepared for it as well. Like, and it's, it is part of the game. 
and it's something you should have to, that you're probably going to have to get used to because look, it's what they want. It gets the it gets everyone talking. It's good for the crowd. The crowd loves it. They get involved. Uh, it's not going anywhere, like. Yeah, like I, I do recall an incident. I'm not sure the year now, but yourself, yourself and Max Hop. I know you, you, you were, I think it was in Germany itself. Max Hop is a German for anyone watching in. But you didn't, you you looked to egg on the crowd. In hindsight, oh, I didn't have, I didn't have to egg the, I didn't have to egg the crowd on at all. The crowd, you you mightn't have heard it over the microphone. You yeah. need, sometimes you need to be in the hall to hear us. Yeah. Uh, the crowd were pretty. Um, they were pretty up for it already. But I was uh, any anybody uh, kind of interaction. I was sick. Yeah, uh, but looking back in that that incident, I know I know you won't be able to play Max Hap because he's not at the, the Worlds this year. But looking back in that that scenario, did, would you approach it any differently if if the same scenario presented itself, you know, in, into the future? Um, you see, I don't know. I mean, you can go in there with whatever mindset you want, but at the end of it, you don't know what to look motor. Depends what's said. Like people get very insulting as well. Like you know what I mean. It just depends. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just pass on that one. Okay. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. Yeah, um, but I, I suppose some some people would have seen that in last year's uh, World Championship that um, I think it was Mensah uh, Sulovic against Gary Anderson. In my opinion, shot himself in the foot because he played. He is a slow player in relative terms, but he played, I suppose, extremely slow and. Maybe sometimes people can uh, can overthink these things. He played extremely slow against Gary Anderson, and, and ultimately Gary Anderson won out. So, I suppose sometimes it's probably best for players to just concentrate on on the the, the job at hand, and that's throwing the throwing the darts into the airport. I know sometimes, but sure, it's easier said than done, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we're, we're we're more or less uh, we're more or less covered on that, um, William. But I suppose finally, as a, as a Limerick man, you know. Do you feel? Do you feel the love? Do you feel the interest in in, in darts in in Limerick and and I suppose oh, I yeah. Do you do you think? Uh, I suppose you you'll feel that that support as you, when you're over there. And in, I know maybe there won't be many or any Limerick people over other than maybe family and friends, but you'll you'll be hoping that there'll be a bit of a push on from I suppose Capmore and, and beyond to I suppose to just get you that get you over the line in, in these games. Yeah, look, it's it's great. You know, it gives you it gives you great encouragement. You know, and. A great sense of pride when just when you're when you're up there and all and and you get all all these messages and everyone telling you that you know best of luck and all the rest of it like you know it's it's great it's it is it's very very good and it's good for confidence and everything as well and uh, you know sometimes it does help you get over that line you need that little bit of a push and it definitely help like yeah.